Welcome back to another week of Autastic, Comedian's Guide to Autism. I am sitting here with uh, my co-host, Graham K. My name is Kirk Smith. How's your week, buddy? Not bad, not bad. Um, how's JJ doing, your son? Good. We had a good uh, little call today. Today was a, uh, he called me, we have a set time he's supposed to call, but I feel like uh, uh, normally it's not on the they don't nail it. It's 30 minutes before, 30 minutes after, an hour before, after. This time I was on a bike in New York City, heavy traffic. The phone rings. I'm holding on to a city bike, trying to put in earphones. And uh, he was not a fan. He was not a fan of the cacophony of noise under the, what is this, the L here that I was, when I was coming to this apartment? I think it's the L. Yeah, I was under the L when you he called. You weren't under the L. You were under the BQE. It's a BQE. It's for cars. Oh, yeah, that's right. You right. never noticed that they're, it's not a train, it's cars? That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, it's above. Yeah, I don't know if I've looked up. I just keep my head down and keep yeah, moving forward. Yeah, it's a highway. I think you're right. It's, it's a highway. giant highway. Yeah. You can, the L is an underground train. I. This is wild to me. What's the above one? Seven. The seven's the above one that we get out in Astoria, right? And also the JMZ is above ground. No, what, what's wild to me, folks, is that Kirk has been living in this neighborhood. We both live in the same neighborhood for about, oh. what, two years? More than that, I think, right? Because yeah. before that, I lived Eckford. So that yeah. Was Imagine a highway that snakes through your neighborhood. One of the biggest highways in New York City. Yeah. It snakes through your neighborhood, like above ground highway that city streets go under. It's true. Four and then for two years, for two years living within four blocks of it and not knowing that it's a highway. (laughs) Thinking it's a train. Thinking it's trains. (laughs) That is wild to me. And you're thinking it's the L train. I mean, that's so funny because it's like clearly that means you have no sense of direction. Not true. Very good at maps. Looking up, not as good. I got a lot of neck pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of neck. Pain. Anyway, so I got trapped underneath this train and all these uh, truck noises set my <laughs> autistic son off. He was not a fan of the noises during the call. Yeah, yeah. So I had to quickly get out from underneath that uh, overpass. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing good. You know, I spoke on this three weeks ago. You know, he's he's uh, he was when he was younger, he was very animated and agitated. And now he's very calm. You know, he's, he's got he's on a he's on a mood stabilizer. I know we've talked about that before, but um, is it working? Yeah, his mood's good. His mood's uh, he's in a good mood. No, uh, very calm. I remember there was a big concern a few years ago when he started about um, there being uh, you know in, in inflaming his epilepsy or like him having seizures. Yeah, and that was had- a side effect that we were worried about. But we also needed the mood stabilizers, so. It was like, what's worse? And then, so it seems like it's just stabilizing the mood, no extra seizures. Yeah, when I talked to the, excuse me, when I talked to the doctor, and I was like, you know, I'm concerned about unknown side effects because he's nonverbal, and he's like, well, you know, excuse me, you know, I prescribe these to over a thousand people with autism or something. And we haven't. So then you're then it made me feel better. I'm like, okay, so you've prescribed this a lot. Yeah. So. So yeah, I think he's doing good. You know, I, I'm in there in uh, ten days. I think is that right? Maybe, maybe about ten days. I don't know. I go there for a week. Wow, it's a long Europe. one. Yeah. And um. Well, by the time I get there, it takes a day because. 
you know, I lose a day on mm-hmm. the way out time, you know, you lose the six hours and it's an eight hour flight and then it's a three hour train ride after the flight. So it's a long, it's a long, yeah, you have to go, you have to, you have to, you land in Stockholm and then you got to take a train to Sundsvall. Sundsvall, yeah. Sundsvall. Yeah. No tea. But and yeah, you say Sundsvall? Sundsvall, yeah. Sundsvall. I don't, you're saying it like uh, Sprockets, the German Sprockets. There's only accent. one way to say it. <laughs> Dressed in leather. What? Yeah. <laughs> or really tight plastic. So you... Yeah, that's how I imagine everyone in Sweden. They're just all dressed in, in pleather. Oh, in salmon-colored pleather pants. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of salmon-colored pants over there, to be honest. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. We've got our little... I, I told him today, I've got, you know, scheduling is a thing where you try not to surprise them, so you try to tell them, you know, we've got these countdown clocks. That's a mm-hmm. big thing. But I go, oh, you know, I told, today I told them to schedule. We're going to go to the the park, and maybe we'll... You know, I'm trying to use some like trigger, not trigger words, but like words that he might recognize and get excited about. Like, we're going to go to the water park and maybe we'll stop and get ice cream because usually you got a reaction of ice cream. You know, usually he'll look up, but nothing today. No looking up from the ice cream. Well, there was the overpass. Yeah. To be fair, <laughs> it's a straight. I don't like going underneath that thing. It sucks. Well, I'm always afraid some bit of, bit of sewage is going to fall on me or something. Vic, the, the late Vic Henley, very funny comic from. Uh, Mississippi? No, Alabama. Mm. From Alabama. And he used to have a bit about something drips on your head, just assume it's air conditioned. Just keep walking. Just hope it's air conditioned. That's air conditioned. That's air conditioned. Just keep walking. You don't have a bald spot there in three weeks? You won. Or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Great bit. It's air conditioned. Just don't even think about it. It's air conditioning. You're, yeah. You're hoping it's water condensation, not who knows what else dripping in your head as you're yeah. walking through Manhattan. I saw a list of things that people don't like about New York summers. And one of them is gross drips. Yeah, things just dripping on you. You're walking around yeah. like, what is that? And in the subway, the ceiling drips yes. sometimes. That's not air conditioning. No. <laughs> yep. Anyway. But I think he's doing good. We fixed his car. That was the concern. He's got a 20-year-old, 20, yeah, 20-year-old. I think it's a 2003 little rally car, a little Suzuki Swift. We got it fixed. That you bought him so his caretakers can drive. If you're a new listener, his yeah. son cannot drive. No, non-dry. Non he loves to ride in the car. That's mm-hmm. probably one of his favorite things. Mm-hmm. If you, uh, Since he was a little kid, if you want, when he was having a meltdown, you could take him for an hour drive. He just looks out, likes to look out the window. And mm-hmm. you know, he's got his own little, little hair, uh, uh, earbuds. Mm-hmm. That's a new thing I'm testing out. I bought two sets. This is going to make me sound like such an old man, but technology's gotten so cheap. Mm. I've got two sets of knockoff AirPods or whatever you want to call them. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, wireless earphones. Wireless earphones. $17. So we're going to try them. For two pair? Each. But I'm like, for $17, we're going to try this because the main thing that breaks is the wires. I'm like, we're going to try something new. I, don't I mean, know, he's going to lose me. those. They're 17 bucks. so. Yeah. Okay, good luck. i got to buy him something. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to figure out how to pair it. I have to show him how Do you my think he love knows how to pair it through buying things. That's I'm right. a father. That's how it works. Sure. Yeah. No, he definitely doesn't know how to pair. But uh, once you pair it once, it's like, and then there's certain sets that he just gets when he goes out. So that could be like a, a driving pair. I don't know. It could be a mistake. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, Greg. Yeah, <laughs> sure have. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's exciting. And Legos. That's the new thing we're going to try this summer. If you have Lego suggestions, I'm open to them. He's not going to like eat them and put them in his mouth. Well, I was, we talked about this like a few months ago, but at Christmas, 
one of his mom's kind of cousins bought him a little tiny, you know, the little tiny six inch by four inch little box of Legos with a motorcycle and he made it or he tried to make it and he had a little help and then he set it up. And so it's just sitting there and like he likes to just leave it. It's assembled. Don't touch it. So and if you touch it, he puts it back. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't move that. That's there. Like Peter does that with his stuff, with so, his like figurines and Legos and stuff. Right. So yeah. I'm hoping we can do, you know, I'm going to, I don't know what the new Lego thing is, but whatever the thing was six months ago, it's now on sale. We'll get him the Lego thing. Yeah. He'll assemble it. and. Well, hopefully it goes better than the Lego my parents bought, my brother. Did he eat it? No. He oh. he, he donated oh, it to that's Salvation right. Army. The thing was like 100 bucks. fish it out. My mom got him. He had to go reach back into the Salvation Army drop box. Looks like he was stealing from the Salvation Army. Brand new in the box. And then yesterday I was on the, I was on face, I was FaceTiming with him or whatever, WhatsApp video chatting with him. And he was like, want to see my new setup? Cause he moved his figurines around and I was like in the, you know, I thought through the little video blurry video that that was the, the helmet. He, cause it was a star Wars, um, helmet made out of Lego, which figure Darth Vader. No, we, we want the X wing fighter helmet. Okay. So, and it has like a little pedestal and it was, it was, it looked cool on the picture of, of the box. I thought, Oh, he assembled it. And he was like, I was like, show me the helmet. He's like, what helmet? And he goes, that's the Death Star. I bought him a Death Star thing. I go, where's the helmet? He goes, at mom and dad's house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's at mom and dad. So he, when they went down south. Let me ask you this. There's a new show out called Mandalorian. Is he watching it? I've tried to get him to watch it several times. He he won't do it. That's clearly aimed at kids. Like the way they explain the plot and stuff. I'm like, this is like, and I'm like, oh, it's because I'm an old man. They're not aiming this at me. It's so funny to watch 40 year old men complain about it on Twitter. (laughs) It's so mad. And you're like, it's for, it's always been for children, dude. That's why we liked it. Yeah. Uh, So the plot is so simplistically, they repeat the things. We can't go. The explosions will alert the animal. Like the way they explain things. Yeah. Is like, yeah. It's, they, it's, and make sure they really spell it out. It's perfect. So I'm, I, I know that. And I, so I've been trying to get him to watch it. Nothing. Huh? And he just doesn't, he won't do it. He just doesn't, he will not do new stuff. There's a war on new stuff. We're stuck. We're stuck at about 1994 here. And it's just not, you know, all he wants to do is watch. TV commercials of toys that no from the exists. 90s that don't exist <laughs> on YouTube. And he wants to watch Inspector Gadget. He wants to watch a Canadian cartoon from the early 90s called Cops. Fighting Crime. Kaibo, fighting is. Crime in the Future Time Cops. <laughs> and... Um, Wait a minute. It's a Canadian future version of Cops? It has nothing to do with Canada, but it was produced and made in Canada with Canadian voice actors. Okay. And um, it did not air in America. Got it. And it's about... our version of Cops. People walk around with wife beaters and stuff at trailer parks to get arrested. No. Okay. It is um, fighting crime in, in the future. Okay. And it's uh, in the distant twenty twenty five or what? About that, yeah. And he's the 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 main bad guy is Doctor Vat. No, uh, uh, Uncle Big Boss. Okay. And his two hench henchmen are uh, one of them is Berserko. So I know that because I always have to pretend to be Berserko on the phone. Got it. 
And he's like, he's always like, my brother's my Uncle Big Boss. And he's like, Berserko, you failed me again. And I'm like, oh, Uncle Big Boss, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a very specific uh, Venn diagram. People who like that and uh, and uh, 1980s uh, toys. Yeah, yeah. it's not a lot of people in the world right now who love that show and watch it on YouTube and also like breasts. <laughs> yeah that's a good point yeah unless they're nursing yeah it's a good point yeah yeah well that's my guy it sounds like he's doing great he, sounds like he's doing great he is doing great he's doing great trying to get him to play another sport i mean every 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 talk Every time we talk, he, t- he talks about women, and I'm like, if you want, you, he's like, I don't want a girlfriend. It's too complicated or whatever. And I'm like, he's like, I, you know, it's too hard to find a woman with a disability that's a good fit. That yeah. isn't like, he doesn't say it this eloquently. Not that I'm wondering about what I'm saying is eloquently, but basically what he's saying is it's too hard to find the right type of autism. Yeah, that, that matches him. That they're similar. Yeah. He's, ba- he says, he's like, I don't want to date someone who lives at home. Uh, or lives mm-hmm. in a an, uh, a half like a, not a halfway house, but like a group home. A group like my home, son, yeah. Uh, or it still lives with their parents, and I don't want to date someone who's too young. And I'm like, if you find, dude, if you find a cool girl who's 28, or if she's 45, 40, yeah. take that. Yeah, you know, it's fine. It is funny. I was thinking about you know we talk about levels of disability, but like if you put Peter, if Peter came to visit JJ in Sweden. They're both on the spectrum. They would look at each other and then immediately tune out and do something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they would immediately tune out to their own YouTube Yeah, versions. the level is not the same. No. Yeah. JJ would go over to his yeah. uh, Prince of Egypt, and mm-hmm. then your, your brother would go over to his thing. And Pete might like the Prince of Egypt. I don't you know think so? I don't know if he knows about it. Bro, the voice actors, I'm telling you, there's probably 20, I know you, you, there's 20 ringers in there. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, you did, you did a big... Uh, the big reveal? In, impromptu <laughs> push for people to watch The Prince of Egypt. Great yeah. movie. And if you're religious like I am, historically, biblically, I should say, biblically accurate. Well, at least yeah, yeah. they don't deviate from this. I mean, at least plausible. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't like the Noah one that, that made a lot of Christians angry. <laughs> Although, it, uh, well, that's way off the subject. Let's get back to autism. Um, we have in the news, we've got several articles to choose from. We've got a serious one, and then we've got one about the NBA champs. Want to do the serious one first? Do the serious one. This is CNN Health, which we don't honestly do a lot of CNN for whatever reason. Um, study finds slightly higher risks of autism diagnosis in areas with more lithium in drinking water, but experts say more research is needed. This was on several sites, to be fair, but CNN seems like a reputable source, and it was uh, the one I like to spread it out so we don't always do the same two or three websites. A new study finding moderately higher risk of autism spectrum disorder in children born to pregnant people exposed to tap water with higher levels of lithium, but experts caution that this association does not show a direct link between the two. We talked about this before, too, causation versus... Uh, uh, causation versus causality is that right? No, causation versus. Um, we'll just do this for the next five minutes. All right, sorry. Yep. About one in thirty-six children in the U.S. are diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder each year, according to the data from the U.S. Center of Disease Control and Prevention. Scientists still don't know the exact cause of autism, a developmental disorder. Genetics may be a factor, but some have been looking at other potential environmental causes too. 
cases may be on the rise, but it's also unclear. One study published this year on cases in the New York, New Jersey area found that autism rates tripled among certain age groups between 2000 and 2016. Okay, I'm going to jump forward to the part that we're talking about. Lithium. Okay. Uh, lithium is an alkaline metal that can be found naturally in some foods and groundwater. It's used in batteries, grease, and air conditioners, as well as the treatment of bipolar disorder and some blood disorders. Its level in U.S. drinking waters are not regulated, according to the U.S. Geological Survey. A new study published Monday on the journal JAMA Pediatrics, JAMA maybe, mm. found a small association between lithium and autism diagnosis in Denmark, where researchers say the level of lithium in drinking water is similar to that in American drinking systems. Researchers checked on a database of people with psychiatric disorders for children born between 2000 and 2013 to find information on 8,842 cases of ASD and 43,864 participants who did not have ASD. They then measured the concentration of lithium in 151 public waterworks that served more than half the Danish population and mapped out where pregnant people lived in relation to this. As lithium levels in the water increased, there was a modest increase in the risk of ASD diagnosis, specifically compared to people at the lowest exposure level. Those who had the second and third highest exposure level of pregnancy had a 24 to 26 higher, 26 percent higher risk of ASD diagnosis in children. The group with the highest exposure had a 46 percent higher risk than those at the lowest level. I mean, they say that's mild, but that's I feel like significant. Yeah, I mean that's not a statistical rounding error of 3%. I mean, going from 24 to 46. The researchers could not tell how much water the pregnant people drank. That's a good point. But they picked Denmark in part because the residents there consumed the lowest amounts of bottled water in Europe. Good mm. point. Good mm. catch. Experts say it's important to note that the research cannot show that lithium exposures leads directly to an autism diagnosis. Further studies required and study co-author and Dr. Beat Ritz, a professor of neurology at David Geff School of Medicine, UCLA, and a professor of epidemiology and environmental health at UCLA, uh, Fielding School of Public Health. Quote, any drinking water contaminants that may affect the developmental brain deserve intense scrutiny, she said at the news release. She added that the research would need to be replicated in other countries to look for similar connections. The implication of these findings are as complex as the public field policy is concerned. Is complex as far as public field, public health policy is concerned, according to the, the editorial published alongside the study. Lithium levels in water at concentrations that the study associate with potential risk have also been linked with health benefits, such as lower rates of psychiatric disorders and suicide. If all these associated, all these associations are valid, the wisdom of Solomon will be required to develop guidelines for lithium drinking water for a maximal protective at the entire that are maximally maximally protective at the entire population. All right, I feel like it's missing something there, but I'm reading what it says. Wrote David wrote Dr. David C. Bellinger. Typical CNN. <laughs> missing a verb. A professor of neurology and psychology at Harvard Medical school until the basic biology of asd is better understood it will be difficult to distinguish causal from spurious associations okay let's jump forward a little bit oh boy this is gonna work dr matt's wisens 
Holzer, director of Rainbow Autism Center at the University of Hospitals Rainbow Babies and Children's Hospital in Cleveland, points to other research on the effects of lithium in pregnant people who take it for medical health disorders. Those studies look at people exposed to much higher levels than are found at drinking water and do not show a connection with autism. It's an interesting association, but causality is definitely not proven, says the doctor who is not involved in the research. We have to see if it's viable, bio, viable and biologically plausible mechanism by which such a small amount of lithium in a water can supply can somehow do this, yet pharmacological dosing of lithium in women with bipolar disorder has not been reported to be causing an increased risk in ASD. Other studies have also connect, showed a connection between suggested a connection between ASD and environmental exposure to things such as pesticides, air pollution, and phthalates, P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S, but none of these point to any of the factors that can directly cause the disorder. The link between environmental disorder and ASD is hard to prove. Okay, I'm going to jump through here. It's hard to prove. There's a lot of speculation about other environmental factors, but how many of these are truly causally associated we are bombarded with a variety of environmental stressors to, in our everyday lives, and we have to figure out how to basically safely navigate them. This is probably not one that's high on our list, said Dr. Weisnitzer. You know what I'm going to ask next? What's oh, it's it? over? It's over. What do you think? You really petered out at the end. I felt like you lost steam. Are you okay? Did you think so? Are you yeah. kicking me? What's happening? Oh, You're sorry. putting your legs on me? Is that not that kind of podcast? Uh, well, I feel like... They, I gently kicked him. They built it up at the beginning, and then at the end, he kind of goes, yeah, we're not sure if it's causal. So wait a minute, like we read this whole article, and now you're not sure? Anyway, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have petered out. I was just thinking about while I was reading it, like what the implications are, because also lithium that they described, uh, JJ's mom took lithium, because they do use it to treat bipolar. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But not when she was pregnant. I mean, later in life. But is lithium the same as... Having lithium, like the metal lithium in the water, is it the is the pill lithium? I thought lithium was just the name of a medication that happened to have the same name as the. No, I believe it's a metal, like it says, an alkalide. Mm -hmm. Is that what they called it? Yeah. And then uh, they do prescribe it for, I believe, bipolar and borderline. Wow. And, I didn't uh, realize that the 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 medication was actually lithium. Yeah, because the medication will be called something else, but it's the, the active ingredient is lithium. Wow. Lithium's... That's very interesting. Yeah. So maybe the lithium caused that, you think? I mean, that's what they're talking about. So How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, it didn't cause it with my son because she didn't start taking it until after he was already born so, oh. and stopped breastfeeding. And, yeah, she developed, you know, she got depressed later in life. He was already... In, uh, but I'm just saying, I'm saying I'm familiar with... What that is, I'm, I'm Googling as we're talking about here. Lithium is taken orally. So common side effects include increasing urination, shakiness of the hands. Okay, but it has nothing to do with your with this. Then. No. No. But I was just saying I'm familiar with it as it relates to JJ's hmm. mom. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it is, and I know I've said this before, but it is interesting how I'm sure we're going to look back at this period of history and go, how did they not know? You know, they hadn't figured out a way to test for autism, what caused it and what was causing it. And this is very interesting. It, is, it reminds me of a Simpsons episode where I think it's one where Lisa in the future is president and everybody's eyeballs have fallen out. And they go, why is everybody's eyeballs fall out? Oh, nobody knew that Lasix makes your eyeballs fall out 20 years later. <laughs> it makes me think of that. 
where it's like we're gonna see something at some point something's gonna happen and everybody's gonna be like oh oh okay oh yeah i hope i pray i hope it's not like some conspiracy theorist that's correct not a conspiracy theorist but like, i hope it's not like see well we've talked the, about this but we, but the lead. tap water no, i but, told you it was making men infertile but if you read like oh, the biggest morons are right <laughs> <laughs> but if you read that um lead you know before lead they became put in gasoline there was a lady um there's a bunch of big really great podcasts about this but there's a lady who kept saying it's poison it's poison and the guy who that the big oil hired to say that lead wasn't, you know, because the reason they put lead in the is because it would stop engines from knocking. It like, anyway, it's a different, we'd have to get in the engineer of that. But, and so he would like, Oh, see, there's nothing. He'd put his hands in lead and stuff. And like, Oh, it's safe to breathe. And the guy dies of cancer. Like it's 60. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we knew lead was bad when they put it in the, and once they put it in the gas and you burn it and it's in everything we've, I know we've done a few episodes on this a you know, hundred episodes ago, but I think that's a plausible explanation. There's lead in everything now since the 19, whatever that was. Yeah. 40s? It also causes, uh, it also all causes Alzheimer's and Alzheimer's. And yeah, nobody's going to argue with that. No, fine. lead's fine. Yeah. No, it's not. That's why I do, uh, deodorant, not antiperspirant. That's aluminum. Oops. Yeah. That, ca- <laughs> that causes Alzheimer's. Yeah. Aluminum. Yeah. It can. Yeah. Do you want to do the other this article? Is not, this is not a science this podcast. We are truly too. So Idiots. do not write things down. I mean, the only thing <laughs> Don't that write that, things down. Well, the only like if I say if I say offhand that it's lead that okay. causes Alzheimer's, don't be like, you know. The only thing that is true is the articles we read that are written by. We're reading them verbatim. So that yeah. written by uh, people who have interviewed. Yeah. Scientists, actual professionals. Yeah, we are all. Everything we talk about is anecdotal. You know, our experiences with my brother or your son. And you're going to see my brother this summer. I know, summer of Pete. I'm going to get him to come to your show and heckle you. Oh, right. I thought you were saying he's coming here, but he's going to come to Ottawa. Yeah. Please tell him not to heckle to the end of the set. It's always the summer of Pete. <laughs> you know what I was thinking, too? I need to talk to you about do this off air, but I think I'm going to record another album up there. And I was like, what if I'm doing like killing and then Pete stands up right in the middle of a great joke I need and goes, Dino Graham. Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> he knows not to do that. He'll come up to you after. That's yeah. so great. He's a good audience member. He, he just waits for people to laugh and then he laughs. So you might get a couple delayed. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, we, I had a, just a little bit behind everybody else. I was on a cruise ship. Uh, I got off yesterday and there was a kid dressed in a leopard pajamas uniform that came to my clean show who's three. And he's in the front row. And so, you know, I try to be friendly and talk to him a little bit. You know, you feel like at a Chuck E. Cheese. How old is this kid? Three. No, he was four. He was four. Mm-hmm. So it's the clean show. But, you know, I'm talking about cars or dating. Or the kids don't date. They don't vote. They don't. So they don't understand any of the jokes. Mm-hmm. However, every time I would pause, he'd be like, ha, 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 ha. This little kid laughed. And about halfway through, I called it out. I'm like, there's no way this kid understands his jokes. And he chimes in. <laughs> and so the rest of the set was just me saying a joke. Everybody would laugh. And then sure enough, the kid would come in like five seconds later. <laughs> it was the cutest thing. Yeah, the kid saved me because that was a rough set. And the kid <laughs> saved me. Yeah. That was fun. Nice. Well, Do we have time for this other article? Well, or I'll, just, I'll just paraphrase yeah. it. So this is about... Uh, Multi, multi, multiple time NBA champ and all star. What and team is this? All defensive forward Draymond Green for the 
Golden State Warriors. Kirk's favorite yeah! team, even though he's not from San Francisco or I played California. basketball in Santa Cruz, and I used to follow them back when it was run TMC, mm-hmm. Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway, and Mitch Richmond. God, not a front old. runner. Oh, my God. I know. I was at the gym with my original shorts, and the guy goes, oh, I love those throwback shorts. I'm like, these are not throwback. These are I've had these for 30 years. Anyway. That's hilarious. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, um, Draymond Green uh, was telling t- tells a story that he was in a for his college teammate. He was always like very he 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 like ribs people, needles them. It's like part of his thing. He like gets under Big your trash skin, talker. trash talker. And even with his own teammates, like in the weight room, he was doing that in college for the I believe the Spartans. And then um, one day. Um, a a guy came up to him, like one of his teammates was like got in his face and was like, "Hey, you, uh, you know, don't do that to me, whatever." And then his coach pulled his name. The guy, the the, the teammate's name was Anthony uh, Lanny, and his coach pulled him aside and said, "Hey, um, Anthony is autistic. Everything is black and white for him. He doesn't understand the gray area. Like he he thinks everything you're saying is true." Uh, and like Anthony was ready to fight him. And then ever since that, Draymond like didn't really understand about autism, and then became like his protector, I guess, and um, motivate you know would help motivate him and stuff, and be like you know keep going. And they interview Anthony, and he's like, yeah, he's a good guy, and he he got it. Um, so obviously, Anthony's pretty high on the spectrum. And then it just goes on to say that he, Draymond Green, flash forward to you know 12, 12 years later, thirteen years later, today on present time, uh, he was approached by these two filmmakers uh, to produce their film. And then he said, um, quote, yeah, I, I would ha- I would like to produce it um, so long as I could play my play myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good of you, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, so he's helped produced it, and uh, the two filmmakers are... Uh, yeah, Jabari Daniels and Ronald Hicks. So they have a project coming out. Um, yeah, so you know, check that. Look, look for that. I, I, the, the, it doesn't have a name yet, but the, you know, he's putting where his, his money, where his mouth is, and helping these two filmmakers who are on the spectrum and obviously higher on the spectrum produce a film. And I think that's nice. Yeah, it's uh, April. It's Autism Awareness it's Month. It's about awareness. This is somebody and, who wouldn't do that unless he was made aware about autism earlier on. Anyway. Yeah, I was just going to say, just, it's, it's, it's Autism Awareness Month, and I feel like people are coming out their stories of things they're doing, and I think it's great. I think it's. I think you're absolutely right. I think it's about awareness. Mm-hmm. I think we did it, buddy. Yeah, I think we did it. Um, I'm gonna. I have a show in Chicago, April Twelfth, uh, boom! Uh, at Zanies, come check it out if you are in the Chicago area. Uh, I just got an email from the booker for the show, and uh, she says that there are zero sales. So if you live in the Chicago area, please, really? yeah, zero. Please come on out. Um, and uh, yeah, so this business is so wild. It's anyway. wild. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Come check, come check me out. It might be a private Did show. You just perform for a stadium of thirty thousand people or something. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. But I'm opening for a famous guy. Yeah, but you're not doing a minute. 
Yeah, I'm very good. It's just, yes. It's, no one really knows I do comedy. So <laughs> somehow I got to get people to know I do comedy. Uh, anyway. This business is insane. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've plugged this show twice. I'm going to keep plugging it. Graham did earlier. Absolute Comedy in Ottawa, August 29th, 30th, 31st, September 1st, 2nd. Come see me. Uh, nobody knows me in uh, Canada or America either, but uh, it's going to be great. I think that's it, guys. Yeah, come check us out and uh, follow me on Instagram, Mr. Graham K. Uh, follow Kirk, Kirk Smith Comedy. Take a second, add me on uh, YouTube. Just hit that subscribe. Let those videos run. I'd appreciate it, guys. Have a great week. You can do it.